0: Hello out there college football fans, Rachel Barbeau here. I'm your host of the college football playoff social spotlight. And it is that most glorious time of the year again. And that is when the CFP selection committee makes their initial announcement, their initial rankings. And we're gonna be doing this every Tuesday night uh, for now, for the next couple of weeks, and I am so thrilled and so honored to be able to uh, to interview Rob Mullins, the chairperson of the CFP Selection Committee, each week after they make their selections, and it goes public to talk a little bit about what went on in that meeting room. So make sure that you uh, put a reminder in your phones, on your calendars, that you want to be a part of this every Tuesday night. So with that, if we can bring in the man of the hour, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Mr. Rob Mullins, the chairperson of the selection committee. Hello, my friends. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Rachel. How are you doing tonight?
0: I am doing great. I am doing fantastic. I've got a couple of questions just to get us going. Um, and, and by the way, if you're a, a fan of college football, we want to hear your questions. We take those into, uh, we read those, we take those into account, and then I can relay uh, those questions to Rob the following week. So we definitely want to uh, to hear your feedback as well as this is interactive. But, Rob, let me ask you this. You're doing this again. Talk to me about what you've learned um, and maybe how you're different going into this second year.
1: Well, I've learned how great it is to be a part of a group that loves college football uh, that are football experts uh, and, and take the role seriously, and put in the time and effort. But one of the great things about this process is that when you bring 13 people from diverse backgrounds, a diverse set of experiences, and you come together on, on a very important task, you can really come to the best solutions when everybody comes in prepared, has the courage to share their perspective in a very professional but direct way, candid way. Uh, yep. We come to the best solution. So I, I think that's what's really fun to see.
0: Rob, I know that um, the general college football fan out there that has their, their rooting interest, they wanna know just how much football do you watch? Do the rest of your committee members watch? Uh,
1: the short answer is a lot. Uh, we're very fortunate uh, that we have a lot of resources provided us to watch games. And we start in week zero, um, and we're watching them all the, through, all the way through week 10 so that we get a real understanding Um, of what each team is about and how they're performing. Um, Again, we get iPads with, uh, you know, ways to watch games in 60 minutes where everything from the end of the play to the beginning of the play is cut out so we can just watch them play after play so they make it efficient for us. But it's important to watch those games because when you're getting in here, you know, there's teams that are separated by a small margin and you can look at all the data that you want, but you have to be able to see the games so that you can come prepared to discuss each team.
0: Rob, I have tried my best, and you know, to get my hands on one of those iPads, but uh, apparently, mum is the word. I'm not allowed now, to have
1: one When I'm off the committee, I'm not going to have one of those iPads either, and it's an efficient way to watch a lot of games.
0: <laughs> All right, so Rob, tell me, um, what was some of the biggest discussions, um, maybe the arguments that were made, discussions that were made, because what I, it's just exactly what you just mentioned. You have Diverse people coming from diverse backgrounds in that room from different roles. So when you were having these spirited discussions, if there were those, what were some of the arguments and discussions surrounding?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, we we have them at just about every level. Um, You know, a lot of attention gets paid in one through four or one through six. Um, but for our committee, we understand the importance of each and every ranking. So at just about every phase, and remember, we've talked about this in past years, you know, you do these in rounds, right? So we have yeah. seven rounds uh, where we break this down into smaller pieces. And there's a lot of debate within those rounds because you put teams into a pool, then you put their resumes on a board, and you have a lot of debate. So there's plenty of debate. Again, tomorrow morning, you'll read a lot about you know, Ohio State and LSU, because of where they are in the rankings, or Clemson and Penn State um, because of where they are in the rankings. But we're debating 21, 22, 24, 25, because we understand the importance of those programs as well. And our job is to rank the best 25.
0: So what was the discussion surrounding, So, there's a, a number of them, the two lost teams? How did you differentiate those, you and the committee?
1: Well, you know, it, it's difficult, but, you know, I, I, Florida was our highest-ranked two-loss team, and, you know, their losses are to number two LSU and number two Georgia, and they have a win over number 11 Auburn. So, you know, that's that, that's kind of a separator. Again, uh, Auburn was one of those teams who's got a great defense. Only two losses are on the road to, to top 11 teams, LSU and Florida. Uh, Wisconsin with a strong resume, close loss. At Illinois, it lost to Ohio State, but they beat a Michigan. So that's the kind of conversation that happens.
0: One of the things I'd like to rem- uh, remind uh, the the general public, the people that love college football like us, because I think that's kind of one of our roles here at this social spotlight is to bring all the fans inside what happens and give them an insider look at what happens. You guys don't do futures, so. You know, people are talking about LSU, Alabama, Minnesota, Penn State. You guys talk about the games that have been played and how what happened in those games.
1: Exactly right. We start with a clean sheet of paper from week zero of the 2019 season through week 10 of the 2019 season. We don't look at past seasons. Uh, we don't look at preseason. We look at week zero to week 10, and we do not look forward. And when we come back next week, it'll be with a completely clean sheet of paper. Uh, We'll start from scratch.
0: Rob, talk to me about what was said regarding this Clemson team and their ranking.
1: Uh, Obviously a very good team, Um, you know, undefeated for sure. Um, But when you look at them relative to the people that were kind of in the same range, uh, particularly Penn State, who's right above them, you know, Penn State has marquee wins against Michigan and at Iowa. And for the committee, that was a separator. Two very, very, very good teams. Uh, But those two marquee wins were a separator.
0: Rob, why Ohio State over LSU? Uh,
1: again, two really good teams, uh, great offenses. Uh, both have, have played really good schedules. Uh, but when we, what we saw with Ohio State that was a separator, again, LSU has the marquee wins, right? They beat Florida. They beat Auburn. Uh, but when you look at Ohio State, we've seen a team that has performed at a very consistent high level on both sides of the ball all year. And that impressed the committee.
0: Rob, I heard you say uh, in an earlier broadcast you talked about balancing a loss. Talk to me about that. I think that was in regards to uh, to Georgia and their loss to South Carolina and what they've done uh, in their season. But talk to me what what is this, the discussion surrounding balancing a loss?
1: Yeah, I, I think in the end, I think the part that that, that is important is that we look at full resumes, um, and okay. so just because you mentioned Georgia, let's let, let's look at Georgia. As a, as a case in point here. Yes, uh, loss at home to South Carolina in overtime, but at the same time, they beat two top, 10, two top 15 teams in, in, in Florida and Notre Dame. Uh, and so when we're looking at Georgia and comparing them, we're looking at a full resume. So we see all those things.
0: If there's one thing that you want the, uh, the general public to know about the voting process, what would that be, Rob?
1: Uh, I I think, again, I'll reiterate uh, the the amount of time that each committee member puts in in preparation, um, whether it be data and watching games. uh, Mm -hmm. And and I think what gets lost and people that go through the mock understand is we're putting comparative resumes on the board. So when the teams are in a certain within a certain range, you are looking at a full set of resumes. So we see the full schedule of an Alabama compared to the full schedule of a Penn State compared to the full schedule of a Clemson, along with the data. So we see it all, and I think sometimes that gets lost.
0: Well, listen, you guys have an amazing task, this 2019 season, and uh, lots more rankings to come, lots more opportunities to come, where I'm very excited to be able to have this role and do this again with you, my friends, and have the opportunity to be able to bring kind of an inside look and inside perspective of what happens each week. Make sure you get your questions in here on the CFP page. Rob and I will be back here next week after the rankings, as well as we march and count down to the playoffs and the uh, national championship game. One last thing for you, uh, Rob. I remember just a couple of years ago when this thing started, pinching myself and saying, we have a playoff in college football. Like this? It's crazy. Do you ever do that yourself and go, not only do we have a playoff, but I'm the chairperson?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I've had a chance to participate in it um, and, and seen what it's done for college football um, and now have an opportunity to be a part of a committee. This is my fourth year. I think it's been outstanding. I think it's been a, a tremendous success uh, in what it's done for college football. So I appreciate all that you do. Appreciate your passion for it um, and being an influencer for the college football playoff.
0: Absolutely, my friend. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much. And thanks to the fans that just provide the passion and the lifeblood uh, for college football. So thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, Rob.
1: See ya.